Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Hey everyone, I'm glad you're back and I hope you're doing well. Today, I'll be talking about my entrepreneurship and digital creator journey, why I chose this life, some of my daily habits, and some challenges I face as well. Before I get started, I want to update you all of what all happened in June and why it was such an amazing month. So June was wild. It kind of went by quite fast, actually. But also amazing opportunities and amazing connections happened within that month. It's been one year since I left my toxic job. One year. I can't believe I did that. And so much amazing things happened within that one year. It's been one year since I moved from my toxic roommate situation. (laughs) And it's been over one year of living at a place. Usually I would move within six or eight months of living at that place. But I stayed here longer than a year now. I'm just so proud of myself because I would always just run away from my problems, run away from my places that I stayed because I wasn't healing. But now... I made that one-year mark, and I'm so proud of myself. It's been two months of podcasting. Amazing things happen within that two months. I reached 1,000 downloads. What? Like, for a small podcast, 1,000 downloads is big to me. And that was one of my goals that I set. And I can't believe I did that within two months. I also had my second speaking gig. I mentioned before that I did a speaking gig back in February of this year and I also did my second speaking gig where I got invited back to go speak at this youth wellness group and it was good. I also had my first podcast gig. I was set up at an indigenous market. I interviewed a total of nine people. I made new connections and I also met amazing indigenous entrepreneurs. And lastly... It's been one month of being on the CBC Indigenous Voices program. One month of being in the film, TV, and digital media industry program. And it's been amazing so far. I gained so much knowledge in the film industry and a little bit of knowledge in the podcast industry, which is also nice because I'm just loving this. Anyways, that's kind of what all happened in June. It was very fast. It was very amazing. So much opportunities. And I just wanted to share that with you all because, wow, like, oh, I'm just surprised myself, you know, because I came from living in the reserve, moving to the city, living in the city. Now I'm doing what I love. I'm doing my dream job. Anyways, let's get started. Let me start with my main question. How are you healing today? And what I mean by that is, what are you doing to help with your mental health either today or from this past week. For me, I'm healing by traveling and visiting family. This past week, I went to a powwow in Sturgeon Lake. I seen old friends I haven't seen in over like 10 years. I seen my family there. I also went back home to my other reserve, my main reserve, Witchkin Lake. It was my cousin's grad this past week. 
She graduated grade 12 and she's now into adulthood. Shout out to Nita Benita if you're listening to this. Congrats and I'm so proud of you. And that's how I'm healing this week. It's nice and short. I'm digging it. But that's what I basically did this week. I was so busy traveling, going back and forth from different reserves, hanging out with family, and also catching up with my social media because last week I was like, I'm going to get on this grind. But sometimes it's okay to enjoy life, aka travel, see people, meet people, and just enjoy the vibes that are given. Anyways, that's how I was healing this past week. It was very busy, it was deadly, and I enjoyed it. So moving on to questions. Tell me about your entrepreneurship and digital creator journey. All right. So I've been a digital creator for more than a year and a half. To better understand this, let me talk about like my university days and how indecisive I was and how long I stayed in university. A total of seven years. Okay, let me just explain first. (laughs) In high school, I wanted to be so much things like a hairstylist. I want to get into the RCMP or even the military. I was thinking about going into trades. I had a mindset like, I need, I want to do so much things, but it's so much schooling. That's what I was thinking during that time. And I really didn't know which direction to go towards. I knew I had a purpose of wanting to help people, but I just didn't know how. So I went to school for social work, indigenous social work for my first year of university. Once I completed my first year, my school decided to move. So they basically moved from downtown to the outskirts of Saskatoon. And I'm like, man, I really want this university experience. So I transferred to U of S, University of Saskatchewan. I went into the ITEP program, the Indian Teacher Education Program, for my second year. And I basically had to start my first year again. (laughs) Plus some of the transfer credits I was able to do. But anyways, so I was in my my second year, I was in the education program. And honestly, I only went there because of the indigenous community. In the mainstream education program, you don't get that indigenous community. But in that program, I got it. So I felt safe. I felt okay. That's why I went. But was teaching for me? No, it was not. I knew in my second year, I mean, not my second, I knew in my third year of, it, of being in university in total, that I didn't want to become a teacher. I only finished this degree because I was in my third year and I'm like, I only have a year left. Then I'd get this degree and graduate. That was it. I just didn't want to start a whole new program and start all over just because of that. So that's why I completed it. I I didn't have a great internship, honestly, too. Like, it was horrible. My first year of teaching was also very hard. It was a struggle. I didn't have any support, but I made it through. I pulled through because I had 28 students to look after, 28 kids to teach. Anyways, like I knew throughout the whole school months it wasn't for me. And I had breakdowns after breakdowns. I even got reprimanded for posting a Snapchat. And oh, the like the admin and their support, they did not support no teachers whatsoever. So I'm like, wow, what an experience, you know, being a first year teacher, trying to figure it out myself, not knowing much techniques for the classroom and all that stuff. So I was really having a time being a first year teacher, even though I knew it wasn't for me. I thought I'd give it a try because it's like one full school year you got to do. It's a job. 
once that year came up, I'm like, peace, I'm out, never again. But I, I do appreciate my students, grade five and six, if y'all are listening to this. Y'all gave me an experience I will not forget. And thank you for being part of my journey. Oops, I also forgot to mention that once I graduated university, I got that degree. Then I started studying for the LSATs because I wanted to become a lawyer. So I was studying throughout that whole year. I was like preparing myself because for the like the following year to do the LSAT date. So I was doing that. Then I went back to school during that fall of 2017. So after I graduated university, went to school again to up my GPA, to take certain classes that are related to law, like pre-law stuff. And I did that. So my mentality was, I want to become a lawyer. Then once my breakup happened, I'm like, nah, I don't want to become a lawyer. So I, qu- I quit school. I dropped out. I didn't continue on to that journey. And I chilled for a bit. When I was chilling, I was working in the social service industry where I was a child care worker, a youth care worker, and even a one-on-one worker. Oh, I was also a daycare worker too at one point. Like I had many jobs during my chill period. I just couldn't settle for one job, like a repetitive job. I just got so bored of it right away. And I'm like, how, how can I keep doing this? So that's why I found like many jobs. That's why I was like that. I couldn't just stay at one job. Actually, I did for like four years. But I have always kept that job as a casual worker. And I'd always have that for backup every single time. And that's what that was, basically. Anyways, I was always indecisive of what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to help people, though. In each area I worked in, I knew it served its purpose already. Like, I worked there long enough to get that experience. And I knew that it wasn't for me. So I could just, like, experience different jobs. Then, when was it? I think... Before COVID started, that's when I started university again. I'm like, I think I want to go into social work. At least it'll open many opportunities for the jobs that I want because you need like a degree for these jobs. So I was like, well, let me just go to university. Then COVID hits and I moved to online classes and my mentality wasn't the greatest. Like I was having mental breakdowns, being alone at home, having to isolate myself because COVID and doing online classes Mm -mm, it just wasn't for me so I finished my school year didn't make it to a full year only half completed that and that was a wrap on my university days I had that mindset that I needed to go to school to get educated to gain all these skills and to find a good job is what I was told once I was introduced into content creation my life changed I knew this is where I was meant to be I knew this was part of my calling and my purpose And this is where I'm at now. I've been a content creator for a year, over a year and a half. And within that year, I built my brand, Keisha Heels. That is what I'm known for on social media, on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Keisha Heels. I wanted to focus on mental health, healing from your trauma. I wanted to be able to talk about that. And I wanted to be a resource for other people to refer to that actually talk about these subjects that aren't talked about in Indigenous communities. It was hard for me as a survivor to find different connections, to find like support groups or even just a role model to look up to. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm sharing my experience from from being a survivor to healing to thriving. And that's what I'm doing as a creator. The more I grow, the more I expand. I know I'll have more businesses in the future, 
more ideas. But right now, I'm focusing on on my community, on growing it, on these connections. I'm expanding my podcast. Like it, I started from social media. Now I have a podcast. Now I'm talking about my story, my experiences, and all that stuff that comes with healing. I'm able to do that now. I'm working hard on building this podcast. I'm working hard on finding sponsorships or even paid ads. I'm doing what I can to get my name out there because I know this is where I'm meant to be. This is part of my journey. I love gaining new skills. I love finding a problem and getting a solution to it. I love growing as an individual and I also love sharing. Y'all remember when I was such a shy ass kid? Now I'm talkative. Now I'm able to smile. Now I'm able to share who I am instead of hiding behind a mask. I'm able to do that now. I know in the future I'll probably be speaking at communities, different communities all over Turtle Island. That's one of my goals. I want to be able to grow my game stream. I want to grow my podcast. And with that, that's being a digital creator. Those are different skills that I gained through my own self-teaching. With that, I want to leave y'all with a quote that has helped me and I hope it'll help you as well. Education is important, but it's how you educate yourself. Whether that's through university, college, trades, or even working, or even if it's self-taught, as long as you educate yourself somehow, some way, you will grow as an individual. Next question. What are some of your daily habits? So I have like a few that I, I've been rocking with for a while now. I've been working on this habit for a hell of a long time. It's been a good two years. I would just introduced it to myself. And it's making your bed. It's one of the first accomplishments that I complete for the day. Or tasks, whichever you prefer. My next daily habit that I, I stuck with for a while now is I wake up early, I go to bed early. This habit will probably change in the future. For game streaming, I'm so close to verification, and once I hit verification, I'm going to have a schedule of my streams, and it will probably lead into later of the night. So once I hit that verification, I'm going to start getting monetized. So I'm looking forward to that schedule, to this whole new routine that I'll be trying, and also leads me to my other habit, is setting routines for yourself, especially if you're an entrepreneur or a digital creator. You got to have some kind of schedule to stick to or you're just going to get unmotivated and just be uninspired and not do anything at all. So for me, I have my my schedule, my routines that I do for when it comes to social media because I post consistently every single day and I'll be hitting my two year mark soon. So yes, having a routine set in place is also important. These are my three main habits that I've been sticking to. Like I had other habits where I meditated, I read, I drank water. But those are always like an on and off kind of thing. These are the habits that I stick to on a daily basis because that's just part of my lifestyle now. This leads me to my last question. What are some challenges you face as an entrepreneur and digital creator? Sometimes you'll have no motivation to do anything at all. And that's like one of the things I do struggle with. But that discipline is also put in place where I have to post every single day. Sometimes it's just like half-ass when I have no motivation whatsoever. At least I got it done and it was just part of my lifestyle to get it done. Once you have no motivation, you're just chilling and the days go by fast. Sometimes it could be a week. Sometimes it could be more than a week. And it's just getting yourself out of that funk. Another challenge I face is the financial aspect 
of being an entrepreneur. Because you're starting from scratch once you get into this industry. Well, for me anyways. I'm starting from the bottom and I'm making my way up. So you pretty much have to work a full-time job while managing your entrepreneur creator life. Until you know you are ready to go without one. My goal is to be able to do this full-time. So I'd rather struggle right now than struggle for the rest of my life. So I'm grinding hard right now just to work my way up to get my name out there. And those are like the two challenges I mostly face. Moving on to my Cree segment. So this week I have three themes that I'll be pulling out from the each jar. I have numbers and money, weather and commands. This is a special podcast episode because it's also part of my, my assignment that's part of the program I'm in. And we have to create a podcast episode with the program I'm in. So I'm doing the ending of my podcast segment and I'm putting that into a podcast episode by itself. So I'm like double recording right now and it's going to be pretty cool, very interesting because I'm using my phone as my other recorder and I also have my laptop that I'm using for my main podcast episode. All right, let's get started. So I have three Cree themes with me. I have numbers and money, weather and commands. This is going to be a good one, all different random words. And let me just pick one out from numbers and money. I'm shaking it up. Okay. Okay, let's see. Which word are we going to pick today? Okay. Oh, I picked out two actually. So let me just get this one and put the other one back. For numbers and money. Nia. Hold up, hold up. Nia non... Today's Cree words of the week are I'm not even too sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Y'all correct me. I'm thinking it's or Either or. Y'all just correct me. So that is Cree word for numbers and money. Let me move on to weather. Shake, shake, shake it up. Oof, they sound nice. See when it just pops. Okay, so I have a word picked out. Today's Cree words of the week for weather is Yikoan, Yikoan. It's foggy. And I got this one from the Cree Language of Plains book that is by Jean Okamasis. Moving on to my last Cree word of the week, and it is... Let me shake it up a little bit. Pick a word, pick a word. So this is commands. This one's always fun here, commands. It's going to be a good one. Ooh, I love this one. Okay, so today's Cree words of the week, the last one is ape. Ape. It means sit down. Ape. It is said to one person. Now let's let's extend it. Apik. 
also means sit down, but it is said to more than one person. A pick, a pick. And the last one, a bit on, a bit on. Let's sit down. So this one is including yourself with another person. A bit on, let's sit down, a bit on. And y'all, that is Cree Words of the Week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. I really appreciate it. And I'll catch you all on the next episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly and I'll catch you all on the next episode.